0: Wake up, Black America. God damn it. Blackest <laughs> podcast in America. Black people. It's personal. I am your dopest host. After. Lovely host. Oh. I'm Suzanne. How you doing? How you doing, I
1: Suzanne? am. I'm inspired.
0: You're inspired? Because before, <laughs> before we got live, you sound a little defeated. So now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, 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 I'm only inspired because um, life is working to defeat me right now. So you just have to challenge mm-hmm. the energy to do whatever you wanted to do. Right now I'm going to let it to whenever I would inspire me.
0: Right, right, right. Now, people, we came with this on the fly. Honestly, probably like 30 minutes ago. We did have a particular topic we, we wanted to talk about in regards of, like, government assistance. But due to the <laughs> motivational story that Asha Zane told me, we have decided to talk about black kids. So black kids, it's going to be personal today for y'all. Let's talk about this. So Well,
1: you know, first, I want to say something. I don't know how many people are aware of on? this, uh, but I think it's important that, you know, just take a little moment to pro- provide people with some uh, food for thought. Um, The word kid, you know, um, I'm not – I've read the Bible before, and I know the Mm -hmm. Bible contradicts itself, and there are a lot of things in the Bible that, you know, people don't agree with. However, if we could just make reference to the Bible for a second. The Bible uh, never uses the word kid. Mm
0: -hmm. The Bible
1: always references children as children or or child, and that is because people should know that the word kid, um, it uh, also means a goat.
0: A goat, a yeah, goat. the baby goat, yeah. Yeah, yeah. baby
1: goat. So, um, you know, they I know they at, a, at, at first they didn't even have it online where it was like a child or a young person, and then after a while they added it. But, right. you know, I'm talking about black children.
0: Okay, black it. children is personal. <laughs>
1: yes, black children, the black go. child.
0: Yes, yes, yes. So We're going to get right into it. I really felt like Asha you need to share what you share with me, with the people about your situation with you who was in a relationship and the daughter of your boyfriend is over for the week. So how's that been going? And please well, do not leave out any details. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so um it's pretty draining and Only because, um, I mean, there's so many things that that need to be said. I first want to say, as adults, we have to realize that when we're giving birth to to today's generation of children, we're not just Mm. giving birth to to babies and good-looking children. We're giving birth to, like, young people. We're giving birth to our ancestors. Our our ancestors are coming back in the form of our children. So a lot of us always say it. We're all talking about it. Oh, these new-age babies. These new right. babies are something else, and it's because they are. Um, and if right. we pay close attention, the generations have gotten worse over time, and it's because of uh, the children are becoming the, – the children are coming out with some different stuff than what we used to come out with. Because even right. from my generation, I'm an 80s baby, you know what I mean? Even from my generation, things are a lot different. And um, when I was in high school, when I – we was younger. We didn't always have cell phones. I, I was mm-hmm. growing up as cell phones just got popular before there were touch screens and everything. So
0: Correct. I
1: come from a little bit of a different time. So kids now, the children nowadays, um, are extremely smart. Uh, they pick up extremely well. They're watching things very well. Their ability to process information is grand. Um, some mm-hmm. of these children are coming out just as intuitive as some of their parents. So you have to remember, millennials, the, the, the millennial generation as a whole, we possess some special things, some yeah. really special gifts and abilities. So our children are just like ten times that. So that's why, I mean, look on, look on social media first. You see all these mm-hmm. little boys at the age of like two and three, like pretty much being the perfect drug dealer. You know, they mm. got the money, they flash, and the money, they like, what up, cuz, ah, ah, ah. And <laughs> they are, they are, it, it, it's funny, but it's not so funny because it's right. too real. How do you have a two-year-old that can talk and walk and count money and say all the things that somebody who, that we know is in a trap house all day, every day is saying? You see what I'm mm. saying? Um, right, right. We have children, we have children at the age of two and three, sometimes even one, and they are able to fully imitate their parents. We got these little girls uh on Facebook that we see like just talking way too long. We see these mm-hmm. little girls on Facebook dressing way too long. There yeah. are way too many similarities in what uh like I wear and what you know. I, I have a daughter now who's two, so even shopping for my right. daughter sometimes it's like, wow. Right. So, with that being said, we really have to watch what the type of information that we're Um, repeating to our children, showing our children, instilling in our children. And so back to the subject at hand, I'm in a relationship, and um, my significant other has had a child with someone who we're going to just title her Bitter Baby Mama because that's what she is. Um, Right. Bitter Baby
0: Mama.
1: She's a very bitter person. And um, she has done some of the most unthinkable things in the world. Mm -hmm. Like, she has done things that I wouldn't even think to do. And not that I'm a bad person, but I look at that as, like, I, it, that's it. she has, we've been together for two years, first of all. So I came mm. into the little girl's life when she was just about two. Um, she had just turned two. And one of the first things that this bitter lady did, because I have sons, she would send her daughter to my house and have her say things like her poo-poo heard it. So that it can look I'm like home. my sons were messing with her. Oh, BI, you're not ready for this. Oh yes. My yes. What? Kill, steal and destroy, honey the devil. That's so the devil, um, <laughs>
0: devil.
1: Yeah, That's so it, yes. So now this is the thing. For me in my spirit and my and my knowledge and in my wisdom, I have always known that these chicks be doing some evil things. Um, mm-hmm. but I've never been able to prove it because it's always some slick stuff that they're doing really indirectly, and it's really manipulative and vindictive, so you really have to catch them from start to finish in order to really be able to unravel the layers of things that they're doing in the effort to, like, sabotage someone or a situation. So she has utilized this child for two years now since I was four, to either get at, at various times, she's trying to get at me. At various times, she's trying to get at her father, um, get at you know, her baby daddy or whatever. And she just does a lot of different things. Uh, one of the main things that she has done, um, I'm, I have a way with children, and so of course, starting now, her daughter just loved me. And then, right. honestly, she got a certain amount of attention and affection from me that she wasn't getting from any other woman in her life. So mm-hmm. naturally, she was she was attracted to that. Well, bitter black women doing what they do best, destroying the whole black family, she goes in and tells the little girl that she doesn't have to respect me. She tells the little girl that she don't have to listen to me. So now here we are two years later. It has become issues even in my relationship because it's like, listen, dude, I get it. I get it. I totally understand, but I'm not as up that parent just keeps letting your daughter disrespect me. You see what I'm saying? Like you can mm-hmm. tread lightly on that, but I'm not gonna tread lightly on that. You you, you see what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. it's like, oh well, you know her mom. Okay, I know her mama's telling her, doing everything, but at some point, enough is enough. And so a lot of times, what I'm seeing with black children, especially those black children who are being raised in single parent households. Like I do right. not mean to make this about oh black women are horrible type of situation, but black women are in a lot of control nowadays. That's just fact. Yeah, you know, and there yeah. are there are and, there are single fathers out there, and there are men that are in their kids' life, but there is a large number of low income single mothers. Period. We know right. that.
0: Right. And in, in every right.
1: state, in every city, in every county. So those are the ones that we're talking about and that is the type of lady that we're speaking about. She lives right. in a low income apartment community that she's been in for seven years. She pay a little years. bit of nothing pay a little bit of nothing for rent. See,
0: that's what we she's talked back, about yesterday. Sit back
1: and talk she <laughs> cash money about the father of her child and she does nothing. She does nothing. She has three kids, three different baby daddies. Only one of her baby daddies, only one of her baby daddies, which is my significant other, you know, tries to really be there for his child from like a real, real place. She treats him like nothing. She speaks to him like he's living the life that she's living. You see what I'm saying? These chicks have no manners at all. Be out. Yeah, and then what they're doing is they're raising their children up to think, believe, and just acting in those same manners, and it's really horrible. Especially, I mean, I think it's, it's worse on both ends because you got these little boys doing stuff that's not cool, but then you got these little girls right. that doing stuff that's not cool. And that's why I believe the, the, the generations, that, you know, they repeat themselves, and it's only getting worse because mothers nowadays are so mad at their baby daddies. They're saying, you know what, baby, disrespect your daddy. You don't have to listen yeah. to his girlfriend when you get yeah. over there and say this, this, and that.
0: hmm and it's sad because females have power like that. Now, my thing is, what has the what has your boyfriend done about that? Because I know, knowing you, I know y'all have had that talk. I know y'all have. So, has he had that talk with the daughter? Saying, "Look, you can't disrespect her no matter what mom says. This, that, and the other. Like this is um, she's your stepmom or whatever. So you have to respect her."
1: Well, that's a really has great question. That? Um, Yeah, yeah, of course, but, like, um, one of the biggest things that, um, you know, I work with children in in a lot of different capacities, and, like, I was experiencing with my boyfriend um, when this first started to happen, like, his approach just was not assertive enough. It's not that he was not addressing it, but you have to understand, um, there were several things that have happened, and this bitter lady threatens her daughter to do the wrong thing. So... Mm. How she is programmed is by intimidation and fear. Yeah. So I had to explain to my boyfriend, it's not that you're going to hit on her like her mom does, but you do need to be a little bit more aggressive because that's the only thing she knows how to respond to. Right. So it's not that he doesn't do anything about it. It's just that he wasn't assertive enough. And this is now she's four. This is now part of her normal thought process. She doesn't have to respect me. So either right. we can continue to treat the situation as if, okay, it's okay, or we might need to take some drastic measures, and that was my thing. Um, this is my house, and, you know, this is what well, is yours, and my children don't disrespect you, and if they do, there's going to be consequences. So if your child's going to come up here and disrespect me, there needs to be some type of consequence. She shouldn't be walking around with cell phones and stuff as long as she can just walk around here and talk away.
0: Right, because your kid's gonna look at you different, seeing exactly. her getting away with what she get away with, and saying hmm.
1: exactly,
0: you know what I mean. So oh, that's that's crazy. You're in a tough situation, man. I really feel for you.
1: This is the thing. It's just a of communication. We had to. Uh, we really had to have several conversations about it. It. Um, what I can't say is. This is another thing that's going on with a lot of black men. Y'all lay down and have babies with some of the most creative women. It does a number on y'all, emotionally, mentally, sometimes even physically. It takes a toll on you guys. Really so, a, uh, Especially, really yeah, when y'all out there trying to have fun, having babies with these fun girls who have no ambition, these toes is lazy. They have nothing going for themselves. And they, their only mission in life is to, I guess, make you miserable since you're just – you you're you're you know everything you stand for goes against what they stand for so um you know black children black children they are the root to a lot of different things and in return what's happening is black children are now having to wear a lot of weight that doesn't belong to
0: them due from the parents because they become the the a product of their environment too early Yep. And, and I think parents that, are too um, busy and too in their own way to even see it for their own children. hmm You know? So yep. It's, a, it's yep. a pain reaction.
1: And, you know, I work in, uh, I, I work, I have a youth program. Uh, it's called the Wise Above Program. So for all the listeners, this is something that we've been working on for quite some time. I actually have been working on this since I was 22 myself Because um, when I got pregnant at 17, I had my first son at 18, I was trying to explain to everybody that he used to try to punk me as like a newborn baby. And they were of course like, you're crazy. And I'm like, this little boy is punking me, like trying to, you know, he used to, didn't cry. He just would make these noises and look at me like, girl, you better do what I say do. And it would really make me feel some type of way on the inside. Like this little baby Mm -hmm. is not running me. I was always so offended by my son, my first son. as And I was a teenage mother, too. I was out of control. So I used to right. be, like, in his little bitty car. So he's a little bitty. I'd be like, listen, little boy, you're not running nothing, okay? And you better quit looking right. at me like that. So I have always known, always been very intuitive when it comes to children. Right. So through the youth program, uh, the Rise Above program, which we want to make this a national program. We want to take this to all 50 states all the hoods, we want to help all the single mothers, because a lot of times uh, what's happening now, these children are out of control. So Mm -hmm. we go into different schools and even different daycares that have school-age kids, and we facilitate a character development program. We're working with the youth on different things like anger management, conflict resolution, identifying, communicating, expressing feelings, a host of different things that Mm -hmm. would give them tools and resources on how to just conduct themselves in any situation because life's going to happen, opposition's going to come, and we're going to have to face adversity. Today's children, they aren't really prepared for it. All they know how to do nowadays is cause a whole bunch of adversity. That's mm-hmm. all they're doing is causing trouble because that's what their parents
0: exactly. do.
1: So, and, and, and,
0: and to your point, not to cut y'all, but that's really another fine. thing too. Parents are not parenting anymore. Every time we get our kids, especially if we – if we are um, parenting from separate households, what we do, we get our we get our kids, kid or kids, and um, you know, we play with them, whatever, whatever, then guess what? We onto the phones and we put on, on something for them to watch. Whether it's on T V or on the phone or on the tablet. And even at school, everything everything's electronic with them too. But who who's gonna like who wanna trust teachers to really teach kids? You know what I mean? And then most parents, single parents, are too busy working to even try to be an effective parent. That's why they'd be in daycare for like four or five hours. So you're already like half a day away from your parent. And when you finally get to your parent, your parent is too tired to ask you how you're doing and really teach you, teach, you know, her kids or her child the things that you said about your program resolute, conflict resolution, like, are you getting bullied and stuff like that. We're not yeah, asking but, our kids know, those questions because we're too busy in our own thing.
1: Yeah, and being lazy because at yeah, one time true. um I was a single mother. You know, I had one kid. I was working full-time, and, you know, when I – now, granted, I like to watch TV, but mm. that's where you're going to have to improvise now. What I do, even now, and I don't like commercials, I record all my favorite shows. So like I just nice. watched the newest episode of Love and Hip Hop: The Reunion Part One that just came on Monday. I just yeah. got a chance to watch that last night because that's how busy I've been. It's not like I'm not going to get around to watching it because you know that's like my little turn up. But I have to do it in a disciplined way. You know what I mean? Right, and, and yeah, a lot of right. us, a lot of parents, are like, uh, uh-uh, uh, Empire come on tonight. Y'all going to bed at yeah. six? Come exactly. on.
0: <laughs> 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 right. <laughs>
1: Like we're not making sacrifices for our kids anymore, and um, yeah, you
0: know why? Because we're not ready to have freaking babies.
1: Just out here, want to want have want to get some.
0: Yeah, and being careless, that lust end up costing you a baby or two or a three. But and you're not ready. In our defense.
1: In our defense. A lot of our parents didn't really sit out and teach us. A lot of our parents were yeah. strategic and consistent and adamant and forceful about instilling morals into us. They were just always telling us what to do and telling us how to act. But, you yeah, know, one thing a, it about was millennial fucking, children. It was a
0: dictatorship. <laughs> exactly.
1: Was. And just like with us, one thing that we didn't get was answers. We didn't Mm – our our parents and our our elders weren't putting things in total perspective for us, and that's what we needed as millennials, and that's what today's children needed. you got to give them the brutal truth. Don't tell them your daddy ain't – yeah, you can't tell them your daddy ain't shit. That's not the truth. That is not the truth. You see what I'm saying? you got to give them a little bit more of a detailed explanation. The truth is, you know, mommy and daddy shouldn't have been messing around because you're supposed to be married before you go to have kids, you know, and on top of us not doing it right – that's why things are the way they are because I played a role in it as your mom and so did your dad. Your dad mm-hmm. didn't have anybody to teach him how to be a daddy. Your daddy didn't have his own place before I, you were here. So let's not right. make it about him not being shit. Let's make it about the, the reality of the situation that both mommy and daddy have made some mistakes. As a result, we right. here, you know, nothing wrong with it. You know we all made mistakes, but that's why I'm trying to tell you the truth so that you don't grow up and make the same mistakes that me or your father did. Exactly. So there's a lot of confusion going on because nobody is is, is putting things into perspective. Everybody is giving things based on how they feel. Mm -hmm. And these children are growing up total chaos. And they are doing some of the most disturbing things.
0: And it's all fault because we're not trying to lay a foundation where they can have a positive upbringing and grow up in a more constructive, positive way. You know, it's right. some people that's trying to that's trying to do it, but as a whole, as like as a as a black community, we're not we're not seeing enough people laying the found trying to lay a foundation for our youth. We just letting them go, letting letting social media raise them, letting YouTube raise them, letting TV raise them, letting you know other kids raise them, teaching them things mm. that they learn from school and they bring it back home. Like that's a th- and that's another thing too. When you're a single parent, and you're raising a kid in two different households, especially if one has a couple, like, say, like, my son's mom is engaged. So, and, and the boyfriend, like, lives with him. So he's instilling things in my son that I probably don't know about. So every time I get him, I'm asking. I'm asking questions because mm. with two different, with with all the all like with all the parents with different backgrounds and how we was raised that's too much of that's too much energy that's too much different energy and different perspectives that my son is getting from me, from his mom, from the fiance, you know what I mean, so every time I get him, I make sure I ask some questions and I really pay attention to how he responds to things like if he's respond to things different than what I'm used to him responding to, I start to ask questions, and that's what we got to do more. We got to ask questions because our, our kids love to talk, so yeah, let's have, have conversations with them. You know what I mean? And that's
1: a really good point, especially I think that's really powerful uh, for a lot of black men out there who are fathers, um, and of course, women. I think I think I think that in some cases. Uh, you always need to ask questions because sometimes women are pre- are prepping your children before they go with you, and you better not mm-hmm. tell your daddy this, and you better not tell your yep. daddy that. So if you know yep. the type of woman that you laid down with and had kids with, don't run from it. If you know she's ratchet and, and potentially ratchet things could be going on over there where your, your child is and your child could be being exposed to, you know, a couple different things or what have you, then
0: right.
1: you want to make sure that you're on top of that. Um, and you are asking the right questions. And to go back to what you said, uh, what is my boyfriend doing right now? And right now he's just being brutally honest about it, and he's saying things Mm -hmm. to his daughter in front of her mother. So, like, uh, for instance, um, her mother, they condone her being bad. She has kind of like a a sassy attitude, which could be comical at times. I'm not going to lie. I don't laugh at it because it's fast. It's, It's too grown. And um so he's very um open when he speaks to his daughter and then when he gets around her mother, um, he lets her know and don't you listen to mommy when mommy tell you to do bad things. Remember what I told you, you gotta have a mind of your own. And at some point you gotta want life for yourself. You can't keep letting your mother to influence you. And he says that while the mother is right there because the mother is such a horrible influence. Um, he took her from the mother actually. And when mm-hmm. she wanted to go home, he was explaining to his daughter, like, I don't mind letting you go home but you know, all these bad things keep happening to you. He actually broke it down to the daughter and the daughter said to his mother, she was like, Mommy, are you gonna be good? That's <laughs> how well channel said, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. And this strategy. Now, yeah. it doesn't mean he's not getting cursed out. It doesn't mean that he's threatening to take his child away, but black men, y'all are in total control. He can take her to court. He has rights as a father. So as mad as she is, one thing she doesn't do, like he said, he don't know what she's going to do with the other kids. But with his kids, she better act like she got some sense. Cause She knows how yeah. he is, too. So y'all just have to take a very forceful approach. You have to know your shit, know how you can protect yourself as a parent, especially if you didn't have a baby by one of these creative, um housing type of females, no offense to you type of ladies, but you guys just need to grow up some and think about what's in the best interest of your child. A lot of y'all be getting some men who really want to get in their children's life and you are so petty and so manipulative mm-hmm. and so vindictive with how you raise your child, with how you allow your child to have they, a relationship with their father and it's mm-hmm. not okay.
0: So they hurt I'm sorry. Oh that did it comes from pain. All that come- like the that that child's mother, the dog's mom, she's hurt. Some some something or somebody really hurt her, long down the line. That had that type of thinking because you don't just develop that type of thinking. That seed is planted in you a long time ago.
1: Ooh, exactly. And it was planted from. I mean, if you want to know, I studied the whole situation. I've been. I'm always going to be totally nice to this young lady. I don't go out for her or anything because I'm trying to figure it out. Where that right. type of thinking would come from, and it's um, right. it's the, the apple never falls too far from the tree. And when you have the yeah. opportunity to meet someone and see their mother, if you can meet a yeah. kid and meet her mother, or you can meet a dude and meet his father, honey, the yeah. answers you need, you honey, did. will be mm-hmm. very close. <laughs> that's you all I'm did. gonna say. Very, very yeah, close. Right. So, right. Now, yeah. I can so. Agree with you
0: because I, 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 it's the same way with my son. It's my life. She ain't ratchet, but she's sneaky, though. And I'm just gonna mm. leave it at that. And her mom's mm-hmm. too, but I'm just gonna leave it at that too. <laughs> I ain't gonna dive into too much into that, but yeah.
1: But ultimately, what they're doing is they're teaching those same behaviors to the child, whether directly or indirectly.
0: Yes, and another thing is, what people, well, a lot of people, because not a lot of people are spiritual. I, I said this, and I made a post about this one time back when me and my son's mom was on good terms, and I made a post saying, like, you can really tell the two spirits of the parent by how the children act as they grow yep. up. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, when, they, like when they're newborns and if they're very whining and this, that, and the other, that's a spiritual thing. Yep. You know? So most of this is spiritual.
1: Yes, sir. That's very interesting that you say that because, um, like with my children, you know, I, I always, mm-hmm. you know, my, my children there, my first son, his father, uh, when I was young when I got pregnant with Corey, so me and his father had a lot of uh, one-on-one time together. We spent a great amount of time together. And when my son was born, I mean, even to this day, even to mm-hmm. this day, and this is that man's first child, my son has, he's he's that 50-50 kid. Like, he is so yeah. much like his father, and he's so much like me, and the energies that, you know, that were in us whenever, you know, my son was conceived, like, it's all there. And then my other two children, their father, um, I had a, I had a lot of time with him because he actually raised my other son from the time he was one. Um, you actually see the difference, right? And the the main difference right. between my two uh, children's fathers is that one of them has more real heart than the other, right? So mm-hmm. I, my two sons, this is, this is, and ladies, if you are raising a man's son, you know about him, trust me. So my yeah. first son is like the leader of the followers. Like he's the one that's right. creating the, the packs and creating the whole plot to just do some reckless bad stuff. Yeah. Um, my second son is such a nerd. I mean, he's, he's so smart, but he's such a nerd. And, um, like my first baby daddy, he's so ignorant. So like him, I already know he's ignorant. But one thing I always say to my, my, my second baby daddy and, uh, and kisses say my I, I say, dude, I know the real you. You are not about that lie. He claimed he a gangbanger. I said, you are not a gangbanger. I am raising your son, okay? You are <laughs> right. fake, okay? Your son dad's not a thug bone in his body at all. So it, it, he gets so pissed when I say it, but it's like that's very true. And I look at where he is today, and I look at how confused he is as a black man, and it's only because he's trying to fit in because he's extremely smart. He went to aviation yeah. school, you know? But he was trying to be a thug, so he became this this thug. And, I mean, he claimed he a crip, but he's not a thug. Like, to me, it's so hilarious. And, and, and seeing his son, he's not a thug. So you're right. Whoever we are, those same things lie within our children. And so, like, for me, I understand that, you know, my son and my daughter, my second baby father, he's a real defeated type of person. So my second son sometimes, um, a lot of times, I, I have to stay on top of encouraging him and motivating him and just putting things into perspective because his emotions get the best of him extremely easy. And right. I know where that comes from. Um, but he also has me in him too, so I'm able to speak to the me in him, however, indirectly address the father in him because all of those things exist. But, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of times some of us don't know who we lay down with, so we're not able to
0: address that. You're right. That's what we don't fully know. <laughs> Then I fully know. Yeah. Both, so. both my, uh, my my kids, moms, then fully know, you know, everything is good. You lay up and get pregnant. Then all of a sudden true cause come out on both sides, really, because it's yeah. a real situation. It's something that's, that can really put your love, affection, or whatever friends you got for this person that gets the wall, and that's when true cause come out because it's so easy to be around somebody. When you can do everything freely, you can move freely, there's no arguing, we hanging together, everything is cool, then boom, you're pregnant. Okay, so what's up? We get in the place. Are you going to work? This that and the other. Now all of a sudden, there's potential challenges. Now all of a sudden, (laughs) true colors come out. So what advice to the people? Be patient. And really thoroughly know who you're trying to get with like that, you know. Don't and white advice you to babies. the other people.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, since lust is costing us babies, and that's like the socialization process. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think ultimately, I think first of all, a lot of damage control has to be done, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. because I mean, damage control first, and then, you know, if you're newly pregnant or you're a newly baby mama, and you know, I think. You know, first of all, I think this. That's, that's the root of it. If you got a baby daddy that's not doing his part, you're just going to have to be patient. And right. it's not really fair if you belittle him, talk about him, be negative in the situation, or use his kids against him, especially don't use his kids against him just because of his inability to provide the way he's supposed to because nine times out of ten, nine times out of ten, that level of inconsistency or that inability to provide for himself was there prior to you getting pregnant. So you have to take some fault for it, ladies. You have to own right. your contribution mm-hmm. to it. It doesn't make it fair. It doesn't make it okay. It doesn't give him an excuse for his lack of. However, mm-hmm. because you contributed to that and you didn't close your legs, you didn't use protection, you didn't do a number of things, you just have to have more understanding.
0: Oh, yeah, exactly. It's accountability. Yes.
1: Accountability, right? Because man, See. we're
0: stupid. We are stupid. Look, I'm gonna let Yes, you go back y'all back. Man, are. Stupid. I agree. Can when you it say it again?
1: Say it one more time. Say it one more time. We please. are stupid it's when it
0: comes to sex. If you let us go in inside unprotected, we're going for it ten out of ten freaking times. Ten out of ten times. It just it, it's like it's like nature with us. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's like nature though. Yeah. Unless you really got them one of them uptight parents and they really just beat it down your head to use protection. Or you got scared of like you seen like a <laughs> like an A's percentage or like an A's uh, stats or whatever, so you like, yeah, I'm not catching that, so I'm strapping up every day or whatever. But outside yeah. of that, we we're careless when it comes down to sex. We ride with the woman. If you give us access and if we go in and you say nothing about condoms, protection, anything. We're going all the way.
1: Yep. So that
0: is how it is, man. Nature. Yes.
1: There, man. Yeah, and then but B we <laughs> need to address too the men. Um, when y'all have these baby mamas who are holding your kids against you, don't give up. Like what you have to start doing like men, it is not hard at all to go file for custody papers. As much as you don't wanna have to do it, like, if you really care about your child's future, especially if you have a – if you lay down with a thought and had a little girl, if you lay mm-hmm. down with a thought and had a little boy, you need to be on your way to the courthouse if that girl is trying to intervene in your child's life. And and, right. and, and you done tried everything and there's nothing you can do because your child's future matters. And, um, hey. yes, I like, don't oh, give ahead. up. And then also – know your rights and exercise your rights. It's frustrating yes, definitely as it is. that
0: part. That part. Yeah,
1: because a lot of times, and men, what y'all need to first know, whether you are on the birth certificate or not, you can take your child. Like when you get your child, you can keep your child, especially if you are concerned about the, the health and well-being of your child, like your baby mama got a dirty house or your child coming over there with bruises or things like mm-hmm. that. Anything that concerns you about your child, play your cards right. When she bring him over there for the weekend, let her know she's not getting him back. And the police can't take your child from you. She would have to take you to court. And like you can say, because you have rights as a father. I'm I'm telling you this from experience. I'm telling you this because I'm actively in a situation, and I got uh, business colleagues that are police officers. I asked them what we should do, and right. we went through we went through the necessary, you know, ropes or he did or what have you, and. I was scared. I'm not going to lie, But this is a black man that's not playing about his kid. And so, Mm -hmm. um, you know, he was having, because, I mean, she was calling the police on him and everything, and it was nothing that she could do because he has rights as a father. So, men, y'all have rights. Exercise them. Stand up for something. Check these women about y'all's kids. And don't be scared that a woman has the ability to just, keep your kid away from you. The only way a woman's going to keep your kid away from you is if you allow it. you got more power and more control than that. So, now, you I'm, know, I'm it works for both ends.
0: Now, I'm going to tell you the dark side of that. The dark side is men know that. Some men know that. And use that as a crutch to not want to be a parent. Oh, my um, my daughter's mom is keeping the child away from me. So I give him that, that that's like that's like leverage he can use whenever somebody discuss parenting kids <coughs> excuse me, or anything. A guy can use that excuse and still do his thing. Even though the baby mama's wrong and you know the daughter's getting kept away from him, he's still not making no real effort to go see her or fight for her or get rights. Because guess right. Because that's what Yeah, yeah. It's some men who think like that. It's like it's like you made you made the contents clear for him, because at the end of the day he's still gonna do his thing. And when it comes down to somebody asking about you know what's so up with the kid or whatever, he can always go back to saying you know my my daughter's mom is not letting me see her. I don't know where she at. I don't know where she's located. I called her number. It's been disconnected. Blah 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 blah. And this conscience is clear, even though he hasn't pushed to see the child or to get rights to see the child.
1: Right, and you know, some man, um some
0: man thing like that, you know.
1: Oh no, I, I know personally because it's personal, and I'm black, honey, so I know. And like, <laughs> <I'm> um, like. <laughs> for me, for me, uh, one of my children's fathers. That's his. That's his exact narrative. But yeah. um, the only thing is, I'm a nice person, and my thing is with him is like, don't come for me. Right. Like I'm not negative in the situation, but I'm truthful and. Right he just can't handle how truthful i am and right. so he tries to use that and then um like this man was cussing me out this is this year this man was cussing me out uh like a month or two ago so i blocked him mm-hmm. i've never blocked him before i'm just over him and it's like you know what you're not even like like you're not like you're not doing anything productive for our children so it's like it's not even worth the argument anymore so i blocked him right <laughs> and then I talked to him again, and he's like, Oh, you blocking me on Facebook. you taking my kids away from me. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Oh my
0: I'm my yeah,
1: so I know exactly what you th- And I was like, Okay. And I realized in that moment, like, true story, I realized I said, He's going to use anything I do. He's going to use anything I do, and he's going to flip it as if I'm a bitter baby mama, as if hmm. I'm still not over him. And it's like, But that is so not the case. And anybody hmm. with sense. That can see, can, can, can anybody with that. So uh, you're right. Some men do do that, and it's it's pathetic. But we're not talking about yeah. those men. We talk about the men who are being victimized by these bitter women right. who are just trying to keep them from their kids. You know, right. those men deserve some answers and solutions because there's men out there who just don't have the know-how. There's some men out there yeah. that just don't know. So hopefully we provided, with you, provided you with some answers. And for you other men, who are out here making excuses, hopefully you're inspired and motivated to do something better because you can't just allow a woman to keep you from your kids. If you don't see your kids as a black man, that's your fault.
0: Right. Right. And I really believe, and thing I, I can say this because with both my um, my children's uh, mom, oh, a mother, like my son's mom, my daughter's mom, I really pushed trying to... Have a real relationship with both of them. Definitely not at the same time, but you know, at separate times. And even with my son's mom, like I wanted to settle down and marry because not only for the child, because you know, I still loved her and everything, but it was for the child though, because I know the effects and the pros and cons of when you raise a child in one single home compared to when. You're doing your own thing, and you got these people coming in and out of your life. And if you're trying to take it serious, the child is going to see who's coming in and out of your life. And it's it's a different upbringing. So what I got to say is for those who don't have kids, really push for waiting first and making sure whoever you're laying down with, this, this is a person you want to have a future with my fiancé, into a husband or a wife, not just a girlfriend, because so many things, like, (laughs) you know, it's a sin to have have kids out of wedlock, right? And you see it. So many broken homes, broken single-parent homes, kids all bad. That's the punishment right there. Not saying there's no consequences or it's just easier when you raise them together. It's still hardships in that. The thing is, you both monitor your child or your kids at the same time. When they come home with a problem, you both are there to address it, instead of you addressing it today. And this happened like a week ago, but I get them next weekend. I'm just hearing about this problem this upcoming weekend, even though it happened right. two weeks ago or whatever. So it's it, 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 it's a lot of pros and cons and everything. So. We just, we really just, we really just got to just put our everything we have to do better. Foundation. We got to yeah, do better. Do. Parents got to do better it. so our kids can do better.
1: Exactly. That's but, it. hey, parents, especially any mother that's listening to this, and, like, the thing is, uh, you know, as black people, we need to start coming together and working together, like, share our knowledge with one another and mm-hmm. be, be able to be open and be real and say, you know what, I can tell you this from experience. Single mothers out there, I have been a single mother. I am a baby mama. I got baby daddies, but my life is beautiful. My children don't right. suffer as a result of their father's negligence. You see what I'm saying? I tell my children right. they should love their daddy. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I try to get my sons to love their daddy, but I teach my sons, you know, real stuff, and I have my father in my life and my brother, and I got a lot of men that are able to be there to support my son. So my 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 children don't suffer, and I teach them love in spite of um so like mothers out there, if you need some solutions or even like anybody that, you know, works at a school, works at a daycare and needs some type of in-depth character development program that reaches mm-hmm. today's youth, reaches today's children based on the complexity of their upbringing, then definitely shoot me an email to riseaboveadversity at com. And rise is spelled with a Z. So it's R I Z E above A B O V E adversity A D V E R S I T Y at gmail dot com because um, we have a youth program that, like I said, we're going big and far with this program, and it's called Rise Above, and we're just helping mm-hmm. the youth and their support systems. That means their parents, grandparents, and also the teachers. We have a program for the youth. We have a program for the parents. We have a program for the teachers that can um, help them work collectively on rising above. All of the adversity that we're facing today is Black people. All
0: right. I hope y'all heard that loud and clear. Well, I hope y'all are going to be hearing that loud and clear. Cause one thing about us, as much as we talk about how we suffering and how we end up struggling and stuff like that, some of us don't like applying ourselves. We are too comfortable in our own mess. So huh. we are we there are out there are outlets out there that want to help single parents, single mothers, single fathers, black the Black youth. Right. There's a lot of sources, resources, and outlets out there for us to grab it. But we got to gather our own way. Stop being proudful. Think we can solve everything when we can't. And reach out to them. Let's help each
1: yeah. other. We and y'all can reach out to me anonymously. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we just want to be here for a solution. Like, if Lil Marquavius and um, Dejanique, you know, is doing all these things that are inappropriate, like, get help. Don't just ignore those things and, and, and yes. think and think that you can beat those things out of them. We're all that's fighting right. demons, and believe it or not, our children are fighting demons too. So mm-hmm. we need to really address those demons and so that we can help them have a, a happier and a healthier future. And hopefully, you know, they won't have to go through a lot of the struggles that we had to go through. we got to pave the way for them to be able to grow up in something different.
0: Amen. And I think that's going to wrap it up right there. I really hope hey. y'all got a lot of tokens out of this relationship. about to say relationship? This conversation. <laughs> <laughs> got my mind somewhere else. But uh, it's been real, though. This is Alpha Vegeta. Ashazane. <sighs> Let's help each other. Help us help you. And help you help us. Hey.